Everybody got a podcast Everybody is a critic But nobody will admit it Everybody going live now Everybody want it right now Click the link up in the bow Everybody got a new line Everybody is offended Give a fuck in your opinion Everybody got a right away So I made a post yesterday on uh, Instagram Which I don't ever see You follow my Instagram I'm never on there yeah, a bunch of my friends are never on there. I'm the only one that's on there, it seems like. So, the post was simple. It was just, hey, I'm going to see garbage. I haven't seen garbage since I saw garbage in high school with this girl who I had a major crush on. And I left some clues because I want to see if she'll respond because I know she's on there. And I left one clue that is specifically for her. So, because this person used to call me Samantha. It was just the ongoing gag. And uh, I'm curious if she'll remember, because I remember, like, it wasn't like a, I had the hots for her kind of thing. It was more like, just innocent. We had a lot of fun together. We did a bunch of really stupid shit together. Like, we started sharing a locker, I want to say, sophomore or junior year. So everyone thought we were dating. We weren't. But because everyone thought we were, we played it up really bad. Like, we would fake fights in the middle of Greenblatt's class. She would bring in new underwear she bought, and I would wear it on my head into class. Just really stupid high school stuff, you know, just for a laugh. Class acts of the early 90s. This particular person, you know her well. Um, We had a moment, and it was one of those moments where it's just pure nerves and pure, like I said, just young, dumb stuff. We routinely take naps together in my house. It's just something we would do. We skip school a lot. <laughs> like, a lot. Because <laughs> I dropped out of school, and then everyone would just come to my house and hang out. And I really didn't want to be dating she who shall not be named. You dated Voldemort? Ew, dude. Streaming now on HBO Max. So, I look at her. I can't remember who said it first. But I'm like, man, I really want to kiss you right now. And then she said the same thing. And I'm like, quit fucking around. And we both just laid down, put our backs to each other, and went to sleep. It was such a weird tension. Like, am I kidding? Is she kidding? Is she being serious? Am I being serious? Let's let's just not bother with it and just not worry about any of that and not ruin our friendship. It was a very interesting afternoon, but I remember being at a show. It was Garbage and Smashing Pumpkins. And I'm there with her and this other girl. I'm looking over and I have a you know, my still my, my puppy dog crush. And then she's flirting with the guy behind us, and I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I just remember looking at that guy like, I could beat that guy's ass. <laughs> it's like my first thought through my head. I'm like, eh, whatever. I've got tickets now to go see Alanis Morissette, Garbage, and Liz Fair, so it's officially 1995. For me in August. All you need is Sarah McLaughlin, Four Non Blondes, The Breeders, and... I've already seen The Breeders. L7, and you could make this just like a bleeding gash fest. I've seen The Breeders. I've seen L7. Uh, Seven Year Bitch. Remember all those female bands from the 90s? I, I am... Really interested to see Alanis Morissette. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I would. I hey, look. I would see Alanis Morissette. I'd be interested in seeing Garbage, Liz Fair. Liz Fair. I don't really care one way or the other. And here's the funny part. I was talking about this with James. Is they were having a uh, you could you could buy a meet and greet for Liz Fair, 
but you couldn't buy a meet and greet for anybody else. And I told James, like, if you had a meet and greet for Shirley Manson, I would legit just walk up to Shirley Manson and be like, talk to me the way you talk to Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the ocean. Mm. I fully fucking enjoyed to the point where on my morning run when I first started listening to it, I I was it was just a relaxed high. I think I I'd uh, I'd fucked with this indica that I'd had, and I was just in a nice relaxed mood. And this it was the first real day where the weather was like beautiful, like the sun was coming up at like five 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 thirty in the morning, and it was like beautiful pink and and orange and blue skyline horizon, and uh, there was a nice breeze in the air. And I listened to the beginning of that album. As I was watching that going down the hill, and then I just listened to it until I was done walking, and uh, it is one of the most relaxing experiences I've had. And it reminds me a lot of like those bands like Caspian, Godspeed You Black Emperor, The Boards of Canada, just those, or like even Mogwai, just those beautiful like strange synth melodic, uh, not necessarily vocal or, or, or lyrics, but just like beautiful melodic um, instrumentals. I, I enjoyed that shit quite a bit. Yeah, there's a song on there that if I'm going to, if I know I'm going to die, I just kind of want it to be playing as I fade out. What so, song? Uh, I want to say it's track two. Hold on. Jesus Christ, you don't even know what song you want playing when you die, you dipshit. Jubilant, the third track. That's the one I used on my stories, on my on that the stories photo was Jubilant. Yeah, that, that breakdown with the drum swords at the end where it's starting to crescendo, brilliant song. The Zero Heroes mixtape, uh, once I got the app downloaded, it was really enjoyable. Musically, I've been all over the place lately. Um, Me too. I put, I put a lot of thought into what I was going to have you listen to. It won't be something as obscure as what I've been making you listen to. Did I tell you I introduced Gabe to like John Cena and Macho Man's rap albums? Yeah. It yeah. blew his fucking mind. He's like, why do you know this shit? I don't blame him on that part. Fuck but, you, uh, John Cena. Like, you say what you want about wrestling and, and whatever, man. John Cena legitimately, is, whatever he is now, the shit that he's doing with China and the apologies that he's made, the dude has a, he has a legitimate flow. Like, the dude can rap, man. What you're going to listen to this Son week. Son of a bitch, you got to admit John Cena's awesome. I, what I, was dude, awesome? I, I, I don't know anything about John Cena. I never watched him wrestle. I don't. Just go by what I tell I, you. I, I saw him in Cockblockers. That's pretty much it. Did you like him in Cockblockers? That movie was funny. Did you like him in Cockblockers? Answer the question. He was all right. He was all right. <laughs> he, he was funnier, I think, in a... What was that movie with What's-Her-Face? Uh, Amy Schumer. Bill Hader. Uh, I don't know. I Hustle, remember. loyalty, respect. Can't see me. So you're going to be listening to a Buckethead album this week. It's going to be called... Enter the Chicken, it's Buckethead and Friends. This has vocals. Very varied vocals. Anybody from Serge Tankian to people you've never heard of. What the fuck is it called? Enter the Chicken. It's all part of Buckethead's backstory, dude. He was raised in a chicken coop. We need to come up... uh, I will do this assignment, but after this episode, we are each going to have... One veto power on vetoing albums because this asshole has too many fucking albums. <laughs> this sounds like absolute butt rock. What? Where do you hear your butt rock? 
you're good. Okay, man. You're going to tell me you don't hear butt rock in that. That's fine. You, you play the, you I don't play know it. what you're playing. What are you talking about? I'm playing um, We Are One. Search Tankian. Like, that's the first track that I just played off Enter the Chicken on Spotify. And you get butt rock from that song? Oh, man. That sounds like the... I'm, I'm going to listen to it. It's not. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it reminds me of, like... That era of like Mudvayne and Coal Chamber, like it sounds like butt rock, man. You're also looking at me like, did you just hear what I heard? And you've been listening to Buckethead how long? I literally listened to five seconds. You're like, where'd you fucking get butt rock from after five seconds, huh? Shut the fuck up, asshole. What's your pick, you piece of shit? <laughs> My pick is a 16 minute EP. <laughs> you fuckhead. By the White Buffalo called Prepare for Black and Blue. Oh, I think I listened to it already. Oh, well, then never mind. I've got it back. No, no, no. No, no. No, it's good. I can't say for sure because I went through a lot of the White Buffalo, but I'll put the whole thing down. He's one of my favorites. And I was really kind of like pulling shit apart. Uh, like, why am I. Why do I have a tough time being around people that I know I could take in a fight do I just not want to deal with the drama like it really fuck and for whatever reason this this album just kind of like lullabied me through the walking experience of that of last night I think you're gonna enjoy this album more than oh, you I think know. you I'm will just, I'm just fucking with you I'm probably going I'm gonna listen on the way out to the Paul this is how cotton mouth I am look <laughs> that doesn't look like cotton mouth my friend my spit looks like it used to look when I was on the playground in fourth grade man when I'd be dying of thirst Holy fuck. I gotta go get a poster frame. 27 by 40? I don't know, and I can't find it on the website, so I gotta open it and check. Do you realize what you're seeing here and what's over on the wall is pretty much everything that I have left. I'd forgotten some of my posters uh, at, in, in Florida. My Frankenstein poster I'm really kind of bummed about. But like, Your two biggest posters I miss are the the rare one sheets you had of um, Eternal Sunshine, the uh, I'm fine without you. The three no of them. You me. Yeah, it was uh, Jim Carrey, uh, Kirsten, uh, not, uh, Kate Winslet, Kirsten Dunst. I think it was just those three. I think mm -hmm. I, I didn't know. I don't know if they made one for uh, for Frodo because uh, I can't remember his name or the kid from Willard, which was also a very funny show that I would like to rewatch. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, Mark Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, that's right. Mark Ruffalo was in that. I haven't watched that in a long time. That is it. That made you want to talk about movies that make me cry. That every time, every time. That movie, if Chasing Amy was what I was living through, falling in love with this person, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. We, her and I, watched together as our relationship was dissolving. As wonderful of a movie as that is, as well made as it is, as everything about it is, the at the, the the physical and anatomical structure of its DNA is absolutely perfect as is. It is still a movie I kind of veer away from because it's so hard for me to sit through because it brings up shitty fucking memories, man. I get it, and but see, I'm the opposite of you when it comes to that. Like I seek that shit out. Like, I don't yeah. like. I've spent so much time d living in that shit. I want to get to the good. Sh I want to start living. That movie to me is by far Jim Carrey's best film. Without question, I will agree with you hands down. I mean, but that's also me really high right now, not thinking about it all that much. If Paul was here, I guarantee you he'd say Once Bitten. 
I know my brother. That's exactly what he'd say. Once bitten. And you know what? I haven't seen Once Bitten in 20 years, but I remember laughing at that, but not nearly the best movie. Is your, is your brother Matt Ammons? You're right, it was like Matt. Matt you're right, it was Matt. Matt said it, not Paul. I'm sorry, Paul, if you're watching. I'm really high right now and really thirsty. So, yeah, those are our music picks. Um, and you will have your live album ready by the next best li- favorite live and album live and favorite concert film. My live album is, is an easy, easy one for me. Concert film is a little harder. I really have to research this, but off the top of my head... It's uh, the White Stripes uh, light in, uh, in Canada. The DVD, the Blu-ray, it's more of a documentary. It's a concert. It's the concert. And I think it comes with the concert separately, too. But it's more of a documentary film with the concert laced into it. Like, this is this big show in Canada that they're doing under the lights or under under the Canada lights or something like that, live in Canada. Um, Mine is between two for film, but I already have my top live album picked up. And I can't remember. Did Prince ever release Purple Rain live? Like, a, like back in the eighties when they had uh, no. Uh, oh, I thought no. they had like a live production of it. No, but if you go on YouTube right now and type in, uh, oh, I'll find it and send you the link. Point of privilege. So, point of privilege. Does Prince's my personal favorite live performance? Does his twelve-minute Super Bowl performance count? Because I'll have it right now if you want my live concert film. If that qualifies, it is not just as li- not just a Super Bowl halftime show, but the the forty minute produced uh, post show documentary where he covered foo- like uh, other other Foo Fighter shit, where like he played with Dave Grohl. Like if that counts as a live concert film, that's my fucking pick. His Super Bowl live is maybe the best live performance I've ever seen of anybody. I fucking wish, oh, it's phenomenal. I wish I was there for that. Yeah, you and about 14 million other people, dude. We had the chance. You and I, if I remember correctly, had a chance to go see him. We looked at tickets online, and they were like $200 for cheap seats. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. And we didn't go, and I and that was in Hollywood, Florida, and I've regretted it ever ever since. I think about the money I've wasted on drugs, and I'm like, yeah. I now that Fuck, now that you bring it up, God, fuck it. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking about it before, but now I'm thinking about regrets, man. And thanks. I'm fucking... Mm. That's what I do. Insert Debbie Downer SNL. <laughs> Did you guys know that science now made cancer airborne and contagious? Wear a mask. <laughs> that whole skit may have been the most the <laughs> skit that I saw people break character the most. It Every fucking time. Skit. I'll be honest with you, as much as I hate Jimmy Fallon, I mean I fucking Lo- Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel, I di- we've had this discussion. I'm sure I've said this before on a, on a podcast that I'm just now editing. But I fucking hate both of those douchebags. And I hate Jimmy... F- but I'll tell you what, as much as I hate Jimmy Fallon, I do love that era SNL. And I did find him breaking character to be the funniest part about him. That's oh, yeah. Because he, he could never hold his shit together, ever. Everything else about him on SNL was like, you're, you're Adam Sandler. Like you're you're not Adam Sandler, but you're doing a very and I get why you're doing it. I get it. it's what your your thing is, but like that and and now he's his own thing. But like what he is now is like an unrelatable billionaire, and I don't relate to. I don't give a fuck who you are. Like I don't. You could have been the funniest person when you reach a threshold of stardom and celebrity where like you start becoming that per. Like I just don't understand it, dude. Like I will say there's some funny sketches on his show. Like um, they did some skits. 
where like he did a drinking game with uh, Jason Momoa. I've seen and it. The hatchet where Jason... thing. No, no, no. Where they have to... They're playing war. Like card war. Mm-hmm. And then the loser has to throw a beer in the other one's face. Yeah, I've seen that on YouTube. And, and fucking Jimmy Fallon's like... Try and it. just barely pours it. <sighs> and Jason Momoa just picks up a fucking tankard. is like... Just slinging beer all... I mean, of course you're going to be intimidated by this six foot nine giant fucking freak of nature. But Jimmy Fallon's just sitting there like, oh, this is going to hurt. Who my father is now to who he was when I was growing up with him. I remember him uh, helping him move him and my mom's shit up here from Florida. We loaded up a U-Haul truck, and, and I for over two days we we switched off driving. I just got my CDL, and, and uh, I spent two days on the road living in a motel with him and living in that truck and being suffered to listen to the Blue Collar Comedy Tour albums. Like, he was going through this phase of his life where he had been born again. He'd found Christianity through Southern Baptism when we lived in Florida. And he fucking force-fed us that shit, dude, to the point where, like, it's made me who I am today. One of the things he took from that was this Southern culture. A lot of those people were, were living the life of cowboys. And I'm not saying, like, would they just wear Stetsons and wear cowboy boots? Yeah, they did that. They had big fucking belt buckles. But they lived... Literally, all my dad's friends that were from that church or who he worked with who were, quote-unquote, rednecks, which I think I hate fucking... I'm, as I get older, I hate labeling people. But if we're, if we're what it was, what it was called then, rednecks... They literally lived that life. Like, all of his friends had their own ranch properties back behind Buckingham and their own farms mm-hmm. and their own cattle. So it wasn't bullshit. Like, that's who they were. And my dad started to adopt a lot of that personality to the point where, much like Paul, he, where Paul's mulling on pulling the trigger, my dad bought a fucking Stetson, worn it once, sat collecting dust ever since, I believe. One of those things was uh, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. And driving up here, I, I had to sit listening to this shit. And, and granted, as I've gotten older, my tastes have, have, have differed and refined. For instance, I very much enjoy Ron White now as an adult. I didn't then. I didn't understand him then. But I hate... I don't hate Jeff Foxworthy. I don't hate uh, Larry the Cable or Dan Whitney. And I don't hate uh, Bill Envall. They're all talented people within their own rights doing what they do best. I don't fault them for it. Everybody has something they like that not everybody else is going to like. They're just not for me. But it was one of those moments where I was sitting in the, in the vehicle thinking to myself, like, God, I can't wait to get rid of him. Thank God we're moving him to Michigan and I'm flying back down here and I don't have to fucking deal with this stupid horse shit anymore. He's so fucking out of touch. He thinks that... I remember my dad listening to that album in the U-Haul truck and hitting my fucking arm as I'm driving really hard, like, can you believe this shit? Did you hear what he said? And I, I remember just stone cold face looking at him like, stop hitting me in the shoulder. And he's like, you, how do you not find this funny? I'm like, because I have a sense of humor. And this is not funny. <laughs> it was one of those moments in my mind I was thinking to myself like, God damn it, this is the difference between Cats in the Cradle, the father and son that, that you always hear about. And now I'm an adult and the shit that I find funny is more considered conservative red state humor because it pushes against the barriers of freedom of speech and and social norms and PC culture and my dad now went from that person to loving Biden last year leading up to the election Saturday Night Live is some of I'm not saying this 
for political reasons, I'm saying this as a person who, who, who thinks they appreciate smart comedy, that entire year last year leading up to the results of the election was one of the hardest things I've ever had to sit through. And I sat through it because it was our thing. It was our bonding thing. He loved Saturday Night Live, and we watched it together and we'd talk about it. Where, where it used to be a show that was balanced on both sides became a show that clearly balanced one side. They hated Trump. Alec Baldwin, is his impersonation, that they made it very clear. And, so, and, and it became less about creating fun sketches and more about creating... They were all predominantly... The entire show was political sketches almost. And it was all left... Yeah, I didn't watch it. It was, it was so hard to sit through. And that's the kind of shit he loved. And my dad's like, how could you not find this funny? This is so great. I'm like... I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't get the world I'm living in. It's so weird to go from being one person, and I'm speaking on my, uh, for myself, not just him, mm -hmm. to go from being one person to being a completely different person. I have all of these stories that at the time, I, I, I would have said out loud to you, John, everybody we were friends with, I was, I was left. I was liberal. I was very, uh, oh, and I still am. I still think I am. I'm very much in, in favor of, of pro-everybody, pro-LGBTQ rights. I don't know, like now it's just weird. It's like what was considered, what we considered liberal and hard-nosed conservative back then, it's just not, it doesn't have the same meaning anymore. It's just bizarre to think about it, you know? Well, it, it always changes and morphs, but... I'm sorry if, <laughs> I, right, if, I, if I felt like I've ear-beaten you or wasted your time today. I apologize. It wasn't my intent. Well, we'll see how it comes out. <laughs> My my ear has that doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> my my ear my ear needs a little lube, but other than that, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Um, well, if anything, I'm not speaking for Bob because you saw him on the screen for the last 30, 40 minutes. I hope I saved you from boredom at some point. I'm gonna try and cut a lot of this, the him sleeping off to the side. <laughs> the last ten minutes, I've had to pee so bad it hurts. Go go. So. All right, man. Have a good one, guys. Everybody got a podcast. Everybody is a critic. Everybody will admit it, everybody going live now Everybody want it right now Click the link up in the bow Everybody got a new line Everybody is offended Give a fuck in your opinion Everybody got a right away Everybody had it written Go and follow their religion Delete, block, mute, unfriend Delete, block, mute, unfriend Cause I don't wanna see it Cause I don't wanna see it